We ready to drop this thing? Uh, Houston, uh, we are uh, ready. Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. Atomic batteries to power. Four. Prepare for warp speed. Turbines to speed. Three. Standby transwarp drive. Two. Roger. Ready to move up. On my mark. One. Let's go. This is the Low Down Sports Show with Drew. Yes, sir. And BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right. Welcome into another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. And I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. It is the first ever low-down mock draft. And that draft is coming up very soon. NBA draft yes. on tap. First low-down mock draft going down, ladies and gentlemen. At the end of it, I'm going to ask BJ a couple of questions off of our draft. We're only going to do the first round because second second round, goodness, we're my goodness, who's going to do that? We're not we ain't got time for all that. And we're also going to slide in WNBA All-Stars starters. Going to talk about those briefly. Yes, sir. And play some with it or quit it. BJ. Yes. You ready to do this thing? Let's do it, man. Let's do it, Drew. All right, let's do it. Hit that music, man. The first pick in the low-down mock draft. Is Jabari Smith, power forward from Auburn. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about uh, this draft class, Drew, there's the, there's the top three picks, and then there's the rest. But out of those three, when you take a look at what the Magic really need, I think the best choice for the Magic and what a lot of people – uh, what what who has become the odds-on favorite that the Magic end up taking is Jabari Smith, and that's who I have listed for the Magic on my draft board as well. I think a lot of people have have come around to that ever since the the lottery uh, results came out because there was talk at the end of the college season about who would go number one. Would it be Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, uh, Paolo Bencaro, uh Bencaro from Duke? Even some um, other names that we we haven't talked about that we're sure to talk about here in this first round were mentioned at the start of the season. But I think that uh, Bruce Pearl is going to get himself a a number one pick that he can talk about in in his recruiting pitch as to why to go to Auburn. Jabari Smith is is my number one pick as well. Oh Yeah, he might have a couple first rounders, depending on if anybody's feeling this other guy we might talk about later. But yeah, I, I mean, think this, they will. This, yeah, this is the guy right here. I think this is where people are going to go at with number one with Jabari Smith. You could go one other way, mm-hmm. BJ. Um, if you were to not select Jabari Smith number one overall to go to Orlando, who would you take in his place? Probably Ben Carroll. I, I think that uh, Ben Carroll is is probably the only other player I would take. I think when you look at what the Magic could could utilize and and really could use. Uh, if they don't go Jabari Smith, I don't think they go Chet Holmgren. I really think that it's it's Jabari Smith or Ben Caro. Those are the only two options I see the Magic taking. Yeah, man. 
All right. BJ, BJ, BJ. She's on the way. Pick is in. All right. Number two pick in the low down mock draft. Four, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They select Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga. Center. Yeah, Drew, when you talk about what Oklahoma City is building up there, they're about to get two really good big guys with when you take into account Josh Riddy or uh, Giddy, sorry, <laughs> and uh, Chet Holmgren. When you put the two of them together, they're going to have two really big forwards that they can, you know, dump the ball down there into the paint. Obviously, you know, Holmgren listed as a center, but you've got Giddy and, and both of those guys are going to be able to open up some space, get the pick and roll action going. Holmgren, to me, he's got the talent to be the number one pick. I just don't think that when you look at what Magic have, they, they're not going to go with him. But Oklahoma City is hoping that they keep up the, uh, the same results they've had in, in the past with the number two pick. Drew, the last time the, the Thunder picked at number two, they were still the Sonics back then, but they picked Kevin Durant, and that worked out pretty well. All, all things considered, I would have to say. So Ma- Magic and Thunder both have some some pretty good pretty good track record with top picks and, and they're hoping that in this draft class that they that they are gonna get another once in a generation type talent. Yeah, Chet's pretty Chet's pretty good around the rim, uh blocking shots, you know, a real skinny guy, but you know. Uh, hopefully he can put on some muscle, but you know, like you yeah. said about OKC taking along skinny guys, you know, it worked out the first time when they got KD, but that was a whole different type of guy. Yeah. Um, you know, offensive weapon versus this guy. I mean, he can he can be an offensive weapon, but you know, he's about length and around the rim protection uh, at what he does. But hey, I mean, this is what OKC is planning on getting. I don't think they're going to go anywhere else. No. Uh, at this pick, no matter who goes one, I think this is where they're going. Well, unless Chet is one, then. Uh, but he's, he's if, if Chet goes one, they get they get really lucky and they get Jabari Smith and they don't even blink. They say thank you. I don't I don't know what else they would do, but they say thank you for sure. Right. So that's uh, that's where that guy's going. But uh, this next pick. Well, it's probably it's probably pretty easy for you still too, BJ. And it is in with the third pick in the low down mock draft. The Houston Rockets select Paolo Bancaro, power forward from Duke University. Absolutely, Drew. The way he played down the stretch for the Blue Devils past the, once they got into the month of February and even Beyond that, the way he came alive in the ACC and the NCAA tournament, leading the the Blue Devils to the Final Four, it was clear to me that he was going to start rocketing up the the boards and, and into the top three, four, five at least. You know, and and I think the way that uh, ultimately, you know, what he was able to accomplish and the way he looked in the NCAA tournament is what got him here. Why he's going to be the third pick. And why a lot of people, including me, think he could be one of the top two picks in the draft even. It's just if, if the Magic don't go Jabari Smith, they're, they're going Bancaro. He could end up being number one. I just don't think if they unless they pick him one, he's going to go uh, number three. I don't think he 
Oklahoma City is going to take him one way or the other. Yeah, I have seen some recently that have taken Ben Carroll, uh, number one. Um, it's it's a possibility. I think that's their, your only real shuffle at the top three there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to get any surprise of Chet going to Orlando, even though they do like tall, lanky, skinny guys, Mo Bamba, yeah. Jonathan Isaac, all those things. Yeah. But good selections so far. Let's keep it rocking as the next pick is in. All right. With a fourth pick in the low-down mock draft, the Sacramento Kings select Jaden Ivey, shooting guard from Purdue. Drew, I knew this is where you were going to go, but I'm going to disagree. This is not Ooh, who I'm taking. Okay. I think, you know, there's a lot of I've, – I've seen a lot of people say that this is where the draft is really going to – began and get interesting because the three the top three are, are such no-brainers that we're not really going to see any surprises there. I've got Keegan Murray from Iowa as the mm. fourth pick in my draft. I really don't think you could go wrong with either of those picks. But for me, I like what I saw from Keegan Murray. I think he is probably the most pro-ready wow. out of anybody beyond the top three. And if I'm Sacramento, I'm taking him at four. But I don't think if he if he uh, if he doesn't go to the Kings I think that the uh, the next team that we're going to mention is is going to be very happy to have him sitting right there on their draft board ready to take, especially when you consider the move they made just earlier today. And I don't blame you for saying that you're going to take Keegan Murray here because Jaden Ivey prefers not to even go to Sacramento. So, <laughs> well, it's but- you know, that's I, if I'm an NBA athlete or if I'm a draft prospect, you know, looking around, do you really want to go to Sacramento, Drew? If you're you a prospect? don't, but I mean, honestly, nowadays it's a little more intriguing. You know, Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox. You mm-hmm. know, you put a Jaden Ivey in that mix. They're finally I mean, starting little... to get somewhere. It's still a bit of a ways off. If the, you once know, they get Ivy or, or you know who I'd, you know who I'd like, like uh, if it didn't work out in the top three for him, Chet Holmgren to slide down here. Yeah, with Sabonis dishing to him inside at the center that front court game would look like yeah see see what that kind of mix up was like but that's kind of where i get the pause with the keegan murray pick here is sabonis is there you're gonna put sabonis at center i mean you could but then he's undersized and he's gonna get bullied yeah Um, and sabonis is not a defender so i mean he can't hold his own against the biggest of guys down there so if you're playing philly Somehow, and you're—I mean, if they have them on the schedule, if you're playing Philly mm-hmm. and you're Sacramento, you, Sabonis will stand a chance guarding Joel Embiid. Down yeah. There. So, it, it uh, could just be something similar to the what the the Mavericks utilized in the playoffs with their their small ball lineup. I mean, yeah. they you know it depends on the talent that you have and and where you want to, the direction you want your team to go and what's available. I don't know. I mean, I obviously both of us think that Ivy and Murray will both be available there. I would take Murray. You would take Ivy, but I think either way, they would get a really good player. Yeah. No, I totally agree. We'll see who's going to get the next guy here at the number five pick. Those Detroit Pistons have their pick in. The fifth pick in the lowdown mock draft, the Detroit Pistons select Keegan Murray, power forward from Iowa, B.J., Keegan, and this is a perfect time. This is why I stuck with this and didn't shuffle anything around. Because mm-hmm. because Jeremy Grant got traded earlier today. Yeah. 
Yeah. And now this gives Keegan Murray all the room in the world to fit in, to get in where he fits in in Detroit. And they had a lot of impressive things going on at the end of the season um, mm-hmm. after the All-Star break, made a lot of games interesting. Um, they only lost – Man, I think they only got blown out a handful of times or less, and that's that's saying a lot for literally the last place team in the East yeah. um, to always like keep things within single digits. Like the only times, I mean, they were always competitive. They were feisty all the time. So yeah, I mean, if they can start putting things together at the beginning of the year, giving people problems early like they were late, then you know they'll be able to put some things together and make some make some noise. You know, uh, Kate Cunningham still out there. Uh, you know, they got Marvin Bagley over there. It's been a better home for him in Detroit. So they could mix up the young bunch and be pretty interesting. But um, we'll see what, uh, you know, they do now that they shipped off Jeremy Grant, which could have made this a, a nice little nucleus. Yeah, I, I had uh, my top five at the very least. I think I had my top ten ready before I found out about the, the trade of Jeremy Grant. And I still stand by it just because I think I, I like Keegan Murray's talent level. But sch- scheme-wise, you know, it does make more sense. And it will be a better fit for Keegan Murray if he ends up in Detroit. But, you know, especially with the move made today. Uh, by the way, I, I don't know if you mentioned this. Uh, Portland is sending a 2025 first-rounder. And then the teams are swapping the uh their second round picks in this year's draft i did not but those are the full details yeah so gonna be so who who would you pick because obviously you had keegan murray at four you taking ivy here yeah i'm taking ivy yeah i mean it's just basically a flip-flop i i thought murray was a little bit better but they're both top five players in my book you really can't go wrong either way i'm i in my opinion fair assessment there bj you can't can't go wrong there at all. All right, let's keep it rolling as the next pick is in. Yes. All right. With the sixth pick in the lowdown mock draft, the Indiana Pacers select Benedict McThurin. Or Mathurin. Matherin, yeah. Matherin. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Let's rewind. <laughs> Benedict Matherin, shooting guard from Arizona. You're right, right with me, Drew, on this pick. I've I watched, I watched a little bit of Arizona basketball, mostly their tournament game. Had my heart broken in that overtime thriller, the second round between TCU and, and Arizona, pulling my for my frogs in in that one. But um, you know, I, I liked what I saw from him. I think it was, you know, how he was able to attack, especially in the second half against TCU. In the first half, they really relied on on attacking the paint and and then you know the the perimeter outside shots weren't falling and then i think in late in the second half and in overtime matherin really made his presence felt and stepped up and and took over that game and willed the wildcats to sweet 16 they didn't get any further than that but you know they they were a a lot of people's pick to you know try to make a deep run and it was because of the talent they had out there matherin is a part of that for sure Big time player here. Carlisle is going to get a guy to help out over here. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. uncertain, I believe, on the future of TJ Warren out there as well. That's what makes this guy a lot safe or more safe of a pick. Yeah, right that and, and Miles Turner maybe out there. There may yeah, be a they're lot talking of about Brogdon too. So mm-hmm. they need a guy that they can start building around. They think it is Matherin. Yeah. All righty. Well, we'll see what happens for Carlisle and Paces out there in the East. 
All right. This next pick is in from Portland. The mm-hmm. seventh pick in the lowdown mock draft. The Portland Trailblazers select Dyson Daniels, shooting guard from the G League Ignite. I saw him listed here, Drew, but I'm going to go a different route. Okay. I went with Shaden Sharp from Kentucky. I think Ooh. that I like what Sharp brings a little bit better. I think he's a better fit for the Blazers when you look at what they've got with Damian Lillard, now adding Jeremy Grant You know, in that forward position. You could slide in uh, Sharp into that shooting guard role, and the Pacers – not necessarily, you know, quite where they were when they were, you know, making a run to the Western Conference Finals just a few years ago, but starting to get there and and giving Dame a reason to stick around. I think the best pick and one of the more underrated picks in this position, if I'm Portland, I go Shaden Sharp. Okay, BJ. I see you with Shaden Sharp. Yeah, I mean, he's projected, you know, to still be in the top 10, kind of mm-hmm. fall down to the Wizards-ish. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, not expected to uh, fall there if you can grab him early and, you know, you're deciding to go ahead and get him here. Wouldn't be a bad addition. I mean, you can pick and choose your guys here. It's between them two. You got to yeah. replace C.J. McCollum out in Portland. Uh, you got a little help from uh, Jeremy Grant going out here now. Now you just got to add a guard to help in the backcourt for Dame. And I mean, you can go either way, frankly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I think you're good with either one. Uh Shane Sharp, respect the pick. Six foot six, a little bit shorter than Dyson Daniels. Dyson, the the rare six foot eight two guard. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. often see that, but no, but yeah. not often. But yeah, all right. Well, we're we're going with Mr. Sharp then. Take it. Next pick <laughs> is in. From the L.A. Lakers. And it's the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. First round pick, the eighth pick. The New Orleans Pelicans in the lowdown mock draft select A.J. Griffin, small forward from Duke University. You know what, Drew? I think that's a bit of a reach to say A.J. Mm-hmm. Griffin goes that high. I'm, I took Jeremy Sokrin from Baylor. I think okay. he would be a, a really good power forward uh, fit for the Pelicans there. That's about the only position they realistically need. You know, getting a top 10 pick because of the Anthony Davis deal, you know, with a healthy Zion coming back and, and the rest of the pieces they've got, Brandon Ingram, of, of course. You know, I like what Sokrin, especially defensively, adds to that Pelicans team. If they take him, that's a scary, scary team that will compete with, you know, Luca and with the Grizzlies. And, I mean, you're talking about uh, the Southwest Division being scary for at least the next five to ten years, if, if not longer. Okay. Big talk there. Okay. And I'm not a whole – I'm not a person that uh, – I mentioned my love – you know, I was watching the, the Frogs against Arizona. I don't give a whole lot of credit to Baylor unless credit is due just as a, just as a matter of, of philosophy. <laughs> right. I feel it. I feel it, BJ. I mean, I'm not mad at it. You gotta, you got plenty yeah. of options here for the Pelicans. Yeah. It's just a matter of what you feel like you need most. And this guy fits in down there with Valanchunas, stuff it in there, go get, get big with it. I mean, you got a lot of guys that can play some good ball in New Orleans yeah. right now. They showed it with, you know, they're fighting that first round matchup. So, 
You know, yep. you put this guy from Baylor out here, six foot nine, big man, mm. and you got some big business in there in New Orleans. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, all right. And these picks are flowing. This next one's in. Ooh. All right. Okay. We're going with the ninth pick in the low down mock draft. The San Antonio Spurs select. Well, what I had was Jeremy Sokrin. <laughs> no, they're going to go with Johnny Davis from Wisconsin, Drew. I think that's who they're going to go with. Pop is going to get him the next Tony Parker. They're going to have a point guard leader for years to come. The talent that Johnny Davis had, um, you know, almost single-handedly willing Wisconsin into the, the race for the Big Ten title. I, I think that's a fantastic pick for them here in this spot. Whoa, okay, man. BJ, reaching down, grabbing it, and picking it up. <laughs> Pulling it to the top because he was he was outside the lot to Ray. Why 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 the why the pull up there, BJ? Why the why the confidence? I just I like Johnny Davis. I've liked him ever since I saw his, you know, ever since I started watching Big Ten ball uh back in January. I liked his game, I liked his skill set. And I think he's very deserving of a top 10 pick. If he doesn't go to the Spurs, I think the next team up is going to snatch him. He's going to be in the top 10 for sure, Drew. I don't think he falls outside the top 10. Well, BJ, we'll find out because the next pick is in. All right. The 10th pick in the lowdown mock draft. The Washington Wizards select Shaden Sharp. All right, he's already Shooting off my board. From Kentucky. He's off BJ's board. But I'll bring back a name that you've already mentioned, Drew. It's Daniels. I had, Daniels. I had Dyson Daniels, yes, from yeah, G League at night. And I think, if he, I think if he falls this far, Drew, the Wizards snatch him up too. I like his talent. I think that uh, he'll be the, the first G League player taken off the board. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's got a lot of talent, and it's six eight. If you're playing the guard position, oh my god, that's extraordinary height. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what you can't you can't beat that length, and a guy that can score the ball the way he can, man, gonna light it up. Uh, especially if Bradley Beal leaves town, then it's all his. It's, out it, there. That's gonna be a tall team when you factor in, you know, if you get a Dyson Daniels in there with Kristaps Porzingis. Wizards are building up some skyscrapers out there. Hey man, but I wouldn't like I wouldn't mind Shaden Sharp out there, you know, if it went like that's that. True. You know? That's true. That's true. I, I, I like his talent. I had him higher. If he keeps fall if he falls to the Wizards, that's a no-brainer in my book. All right, man. This one, I'm hoping it goes this way because that means we kept our guy. With the eleventh pick in the low down mock draft, the New York Knicks select. Ty Ty Washington Jr. point guard from Kentucky. It's a very interesting pick there, Drew. I it is. I don't agree. I think that might be a little bit of a reach for the Knicks. It's I have okay. them going with Jalen Duran. Fashion. Well, that's these, are, these. I mean, I'm not trying to make these based on my brother. <laughs> I'm not trying to give. I'm not trying to give the Knicks what they deserve. I'm giving them what they're gonna True. do. They're gonna do some weird stuff. Yeah, they're not. They're gonna miss it. They're gonna swing a miss on Jalen Brunson, and they're gonna get Ty Ty Washington Jr. They're like, this is our point well, guard. Of the they're future. they're 
there's a lot of talk that they are back in trying to, you know, sweet talk Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to be successful in that, but I do think that they're going to look at Memphis and take Jalen Duran. Okay. I'm not mad at who goes to the Knicks. No, it's a good pick. It, it, you know, you being realistic, me being a little bit of, Hey, let's give them a benefit of a doubt here. Let's see if they can actually, you know, hit one out of the park for a change. Hey, I mean, sometimes you just, you just got to go for it. Yeah. Just got to go for it. All right. So next up, the pick is in. And next up we have the 12th pick from the LA Clippers now in possession by the OKC Thunder. The 12th pick in the low-down mock draft. The OKC Thunder. Select. I'm going to try not to put you this name. Osman Dane. I think, it, I think it's Usman, but I'm, I'm right there with you. Usman Dang, small forward from France. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think, Drew, that uh, he if he's available, that's a solid pick for the Thunder. I had, if if Sokran falls, I don't think he will. But if mm-hmm. Sokran falls, this is where he'll get taken. This is the lowest, I think, that Jeremy Sokran could, would still be available. And either way, I, I think it's a fantastic pick for the Thunder. Getting two very good talents, obviously both you know lottery picks for the Thunder, but trying to you know get that rebuild going. If they take Dang, I mean, you talk about how many big guys they've gotten in the past couple of years with Giddy, Holmgren potentially Dang. I like it. I like what I'm seeing. They've got a crew of young bucks out there, you mm-hmm. know. SGA, Giddy, they're gonna have Holmgren and Deang. Yeah, uh, I think they have Tyrell Terry as well. That comes off the bench. Um, so that, I mean, they've got a young core that they can build with, and SGA is fantastic. So I mean, yeah, depending on what they do to add some veteran leadership around it, things could get interesting in OKC. It could be one of them Chris Paul sneak into a playoff years or something. For them. Yeah. Who knows? But they'll definitely be an interesting team, kind of like the uh, the Pistons on the East. Mm-hmm. Watch out for them. Yeah. All right, watch out for this next team. That pick is in from the Hornets. It's the 13th pick in the low-down mock draft. The Charlotte Hornets select Johnny Davis, small forward, from Wisconsin. See, I think we, I think you had him uh, falling down, and I had him a little bit higher on my board. This is where I see AJ Griffin going uh, from Duke. I think he will end up being kind of a little bit closer to where he went to school and staying mm-hmm. in, in the North Carolina in, in Charlotte. I think it would be a fantastic pick for the Hornets if they they add him to already a, a young you know, nucleus of a team that was in the play-in this year, maybe what they need to take another step forward and, and make it into the, the field of uh, the actual playoffs as opposed to the play-in. Right. They need some kind of boost there. But, uh, yeah, I'm thinking uh, thinking he helps them out here. You could you could slide Miles Bridges down, mm-hmm. play some power forward, and then I don't know who would just start. Um, Zeller, 
Washington. I don't know, but yeah. you don't have to have a large, you don't have to have a big guy, super big dude in there to hold it down. So, and, and don't forget, Drew, they've got two of three picks here in this, uh, in this, uh, this span. So they've mm-hmm. got some options. They do. They do. We'll, we'll see what they pick here in a minute. But before that, the pick is in for number 14 from Cleveland. Cavaliers. 14th pick, yes, in the lowdown mock draft. The Cleveland Cavaliers select. Oh, Lord, please be with me <laughs> on this name. Ochai Agbahi. Shooting guard. Abaji, yes. Dang yes. Abaji. Abaji, yeah. Shooting guard from Kansas. When you watch as much Big 12 basketball as I did, Drew, you hear the name Abaji a lot. Yeah. But yeah, it's you're solid right there. I'm right there with you. Uh the last pick of the lottery round here, the Cavaliers are going to get a solid player in Abaji. Uh when you you talk about we talked about them a lot here in season 2 during the NBA season. You know, I, I remember you had a bold claim about the Cavaliers that we're not going to revisit uh, for posterity. But, um, you know, the nu- nucleus they have there with Garland, when you, you add in the you add in an Abaji to that, you've got a Garland, you got Mobley, you know, you add Abaji in there as well. And this Cavs team is not, and, you know, injuries, you know, notwithstanding, will be in, I think, a, a top five in the East kind of team. And- and they have a coro. Yeah. And then, well, I'd say and then, uh, and I don't know, I don't know if you said Sexton. Um, I, I didn't say Sexton, and I forgot Jared Allen, but he was yeah. obviously part of that too. But yeah. that's a that's a scary looking Cavs team if if that all, if they're able to add a Baji to it. It's going to be a problem. A very big problem for the Eastern Conference. Man, but there is another problem going on, and that's who the heck is going to win this Stanley Cup, PJ. Oh. I, don't, I don't have a clue, but hockey uh. fans, those of you that know these teams are on the pursuit for the Stanley Cup, it is on and popping at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. They have an unbelievable offer. You cannot believe it for the most exciting playoffs in sports. That's that's debatable. Uh, um. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. Yeah, Drew, I'm, I'm liking what I've seen from the Avs so far, but tough to count out the two-time defending champion Lightning. And with a game three win at home, they're right back in the series. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the Stanley Cup playoffs, you can do that with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot, a slap shot at that, at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew, we've made it out of the lottery, 
but we're going to head right back into the 15th pick of the mock down of the the lowdown. <laughs> the lowdown mock draft and the Charlotte Hornets are on the clock. Drew, the mock down. The mock down. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to call this that's episode. Fantastic. The mock down. Thank you. All right, Drew. Might be a little bit different here, but with the 15th pick in the Lowdowns mock draft, the Charlotte Hornets are going to stay close to home and take Mark Williams from Duke. Mm, whoa. Okay. Two Duke players and three picks. Mark Williams from Duke. I wasn't going to go center here, but you know, I understand you want to go ahead and try and fill that need. Um mm-hmm. But oh man, I had I had an itch to go ahead and grab Tari Eason here, power forward from LSU. Yeah. He can space the floor as well. Um, you know, he can open up the offense. Um, his main value comes on defense, though. So I mean, he's still a solid defender. So that would have been a good, uh, you know, almost. I don't want to say three and D forward if that doesn't even make sense, <laughs> but you know, a guy that can defend very well inside, you know, solid dude. Um, not afraid. Um, but you know, I mean, whichever way you want to go center is a safe bet because you know, Mark yeah. Williams, Duke nation out here. So, I mean, you got a big guy, this dude's seven, two. I mean, he's, I mean, what's getting in the rim with him up there, frankly, seven, two, but I mean, either way, you got a decision to make on your second pick. So, I mean, either way, you got a big man. A guard is not the way you wanted to go. So, pick your poison here. So, I'm down with it, though, either way it goes. Tari Eason, a good pick there, in my opinion, Drew. I think he goes a little bit further down, though, Drew. All right, the Atlanta Hawks are on the clock. And if they don't trade this pick away, Drew, the pick will be in. Man, yeah. Oh, they didn't trade it away. Oh, okay. All uh, right. So, uh, with the 16th pick in the 2022 the Lowdown Mock Draft, the Atlanta Hawks are going to take Jalen Williams from Santa Clara. I'm right here with you, BJ. That's that's where I was going with it too. They don't need another small forward. They've got DeAndre Hunter, big body in there. They need to get a guard in there to help out Trey, somebody that can. <laughs> They can take over, get some buckets for you. Um, you know, he can space the floor, shoot the three, six foot six. You got a, you got a tall two guard. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's a good spot up guy. I mean, that's assist for Trey right there. A good, good little one two punch there at the guard position. I mean, it's a good way to go. I think so too, Drew. I saw uh, Jalen Williams when he played against TCU, one of the few non conference games the Frogs actually lost. And it was a big reason why was Jalen Williams. So I saw his talent early in the season back in, I believe it was December last year when that game was played. And I, I thought that he might, if he, if he could uh, will Santa Clara into a good record or maybe even an NCAA tournament spot, he might get some, he might go up higher on the draft board. I think he probably earned his way into the first round because Santa Clara had a 20 plus win season, just could not, the West coast was so stacked this year that yeah. it was tough for them to to get mo- any more teams at large in than they already did. All right, Drew. Sounds like the Houston Rockets are back on the clock, and it sounds like the pick is in. That's facts. Drew, with the 18th pick in the low-down mock draft, Houston Rockets are going to select 
Ari Eason from LSU. I knew you were going to do that to me. <laughs> Don't do it. You know what you should do, Houston? You should take Dalen Terry, small forward from Arizona, and deepen some backcourt right here. You got Ben Carroll at three, so you got to add some depth in the backcourt. Small forward guy, another lanky dude, six seven, stretch it out. Uh, he's going to end up being, you know, inevitably a role player with these other guys, but uh, he adds length. He's got tool to to thrive as a high energy guy who's got some wiggle off the dribble and can shoot the three. Um, you know, maybe not as well as some other guys, but he can still. He can make it, by God. Uh, and that's that's where I would rock at, at uh, 17 for Houston. But, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if Easton's still available, Drew, I think you got to take him. I think he's the, the best player still available on, at least on my board at that <laughs> spot. But you had him going earlier, and I can't say that I blame you. Uh, yeah. All right. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this next pick from the Bulls. Yeah, very interesting. Oh, and sources tell me the pick is in. With the 18th pick in the lowdown mock draft, the Chicago Bulls select Malachi Brenham from Ohio State. I'm right there with A you. Very BC. solid pick. That's where I was going to go to. Uh, young guy, you know, Chicago, you know, they could use this dude out here. Um, I, I don't think he can go anywhere else but but right here to, to get Brenham. And um, – you know he's 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 been a go-to option uh, down the stretch for Ohio State at the end of last year, as a freshman. You know, getting buckets to to finish the the season, seventeen points a game to end the year. Uh, you know he can he's a scorcher, uh, big yeah. time shooter, uh, high percentage three point shooter. So I mean, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. I think so too, Drew. I mean, that Ohio State team kind of a little bit of an an underachieving a finish based on you know where they were at one point and, and where they ended up but it was certainly not because of the talent malachi brenham was a fantastic player all year long for them mm-hmm. all right we're on to the minnesota timberwolves who are now on the clock uh, pick is in okay a young group let's see what they do here with the next pick in the low-down mock draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves select Walker Kessler of Auburn. Really? Yeah. And oh, I wow. Think that is a fantastic pick for a really good young Timberwolves team. And I think this is, you know, going to, you know, help them improve as well. I, this is going to be – I, I think this is what gets them out of the playing tournament and I think could make them a top, a top five seed in the West. Whoa! That, whoa, that's quite the praise for the Walker Kessler pick here, which most would probably consider early. Oh, man. Um, I, I think he's I think he's starting to rise up in some other mocks. I I looked at only I looked at only a couple just for comparison after I did my draft, and I found him similarly in this range. So I think a lot of uh, experts are starting to come around on on Kessler being in the top twenties. Okay. So, what you have here? Oh, the pick is in. Oh, no, uh, too late to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we won't find out where Drew goes with Minnesota, but 
San Antonio Spurs are on the clock. And with the next pick in the lowdown mock draft, San Antonio selects Blake Wesley of Notre Dame. There you go. Get you a good guard pick right here. Uh, Blake Wesley, a little freshman guy that can do some things for you. You know, you're not, not a real gamble here. You know what you're getting out of Wesley, this young kid. Um, you don't know how, how fast he'll develop, but you're willing to take the risk because he's a hooper. Yeah. yeah. What did you like about him most, BJ? This was your pick. Yeah, I like um, I liked what I saw from him, especially when uh, you know there was that game. I think it was the play-in game that they were in over like double overtime. Just kind of the the poise that he had late into that game and, and hitting some some clutch baskets. Uh, was it against Rutgers, Drew? Oh, I'm trying know. to remember. It was it was definitely in that playing game, but I think that was a he was a big reason why they were able to make the run. Uh, as far as they did, they they ultimately got knocked out by a really good Texas Tech team. But he got them a couple wins, which is a lot better than uh, you know some of the other teams that are in the NCAA tournament can say. So I, I thought he I thought he was phenomenal in in those clutch moments, and I think he played himself up into first round pick. Yeah, good combo of size and scoring, uh, and two way guard here. So. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Oh, here we are. All right. Next up on the clock is the Denver Nuggets. 21. And at 21, the lowdown mock draft, the Denver Nuggets are going to take Dalen Terry from Arizona. You had him going earlier in your board, Drew. I like his talent. I think he would be a phenomenal fit for this Denver Nuggets squad. Obviously, you know, try to develop him in case you have another, you know, severe injury that that you know dampers the the team as a whole obviously you know we all remember jamal murray missed the entire season for denver and they really could use some some depth that would help them compete so it's not just all on Jokic's arms you know all not all on him uh and i think if they went with terry here that would be a phenomenal pick wow bj like you said i don't have terry here yeah, I went with Kendall Brown for the Denver Nuggets, small forward mm-hmm. from Baylor, six foot eight guy, good size here, six foot eight. His frame and athleticism at the wing would, you know, be big time for them. Um, you know, always need depth behind Michael Porter Jr. because uh, who knows what's going to happen with him and his back. You know, it's only good for a matter of time, and then it's always flaring up. Whatever's going on with this guy, but. Um, He's had flashes, but he's not been consistent, but he doesn't have to worry about, you know, rushing to be big time early with Denver because of, you know, Porter Jr. Murray will be back in two-time MVP Jokic. He can just get in where he yeah. fits in. And uh, let's see. Who's, All who's right. Oh, those Memphis guys. Those Memphis Grizzlies, Drew, and – I already have a feeling that you're not going to like where the Grizzlies go here. Wow. But the next pick in the lowdown mock draft, the Memphis Grizzlies select Ty Ty Washington from the University <laughs> of Kentucky. Oh, you had him going earlier, but I think he is going to be a fantastic pick for Memphis. And if he falls this far, they'd be foolish not to take him here. Man, crazy. Um, 
I went EJ Liddell here from Ohio State, power forward guy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, I just didn't even know. I didn't know what to do with Memphis here, so I just kind of picked a big man. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> I, I, I think when you – you know, I, I think the Grizzlies could use some depth at guard. It looks like they might not be able to keep uh, Tyus Jones. Yeah. No, so if, if they could – that too, yeah. But, you know, add in – you know, you add in Ty Ty as a backup and, and add him to that team with, with Triple J and, and Desmond Bain and, and those guys, I don't think, you know, you lose that much of a step even if Jaw does get hurt again. So if he's still available, I think Memphis takes Ty Ty and, and I think that would be fantastic pick. Drew, I think the 76ers are trying to trade this pick, but if they do make this pick, I'll tell you who they'll take, all right? All right, let's hear it. So this this would be the first, at least the first trade that I think will happen for sure. There's some other candidates earlier in the draft, but I think this will be a for sure draft day deal. Uh, I think 76ers are trying to get out of this pick, and they're willing to give up uh, uh, Tyrese Maple along with it. But if the 76ers do pick in the lowdown mock draft, they will take Wendell Moore Jr. from the University of Duke. Mm, okay. Well, I think they will also trade this pick. So I didn't really have a whole bunch of stock in it. I went with Jaden Hardy from the G League night shooting. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I think they're trying to, you know, trade this one away. Obviously, you know, Harden is aging. You really could uh, use some more talent out there on the wing if they do end up making this pick. I think that's the biggest reason why they would, you know, make the pick if they're not able to trade it for, you know, another very high talent player. So yeah, I uh, I got who you got going here. Okay. Well. Milwaukee, you've already said his name, but with the next pick at number 24, the Milwaukee Bucks are taking EJ Liddell from Ohio State. I mean, just for the reasons that you had him going a couple picks earlier, I think he was a fantastic player down low for that Ohio State team. And I think that, uh, you know, just adding some more depth to that Bucks team as they try to get back to another NBA Finals uh, after winning it just last year, well, I don't. I didn't want to go power forward here because I saw that um, EJ or PJ Tucker. Um, There's rumors he could be going back to Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and he he served a lot of different you know positional roles for them, and power forward would have been one of them, along with the depth of you know Bobby Portis getting better and taking up a lot of minutes um, at that position, and you know Giannis plays power forward sometimes as well to uh, kind of small things up at the top. Yeah. Um, so I had to go with Wendell Moore just to add some mm-hmm. depth up top for those guys. You know, Drew Holiday needs some help every now and then. And, you know, if if Middleton, you know, ever, you know, happens to be hurt again, like in this situation, they would have a guy like Wendell Moore to come off the bench. Yeah. I think, you know, they've, they've, there's been talk for Milwaukee. They've got a lot of different options. Um, a name that I might mention here in a second, uh, as well as like Andrew Nimhard. Uh, they're trying to, you know, keep that window open as long as they can. Um, 
and I think that EJ Liddell would help add some size in the perimeter, you know, in, in the paint. I mean, and I think that that would be the best pick if he's still available. You've got him going earlier. I think if he's still available, Milwaukee might look into taking him. All right, next up on the clock with the 25th pick in the low-down mock draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Kennedy Chandler from the University of Tennessee. Really? Yeah. Okay. Another guard, another guard for the Spurs here. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, I, we were talking about what San Antonio's options are since they have three first-round picks. You know, they're going to – I think they're going to try to get just, you know, as many talented players in as possible, and they're going to see which one kind of fits the scheme the best. And so I think it wouldn't be foolish to take another guard here and just, you know, let the, the summer camp and everything like that determine who ends up uh, being the ultimate victor, if you will. I went with Nikola Jovic. Serbia ah, to be mm-hmm. a project for pop. I have thought that that might come up. I've got him going in the first round. Not going to tell you where, but he is on my board. So stay tuned. I, I think they, I think they go with another guard, but it, it'll be interesting. It, I think if pop is planning on sticking around for a while longer than a lot of people think he is, they might take a project, but if he's, uh, you know, just trying to get, you know, another opportunity here in the next couple of years before he decides to hang it up. They may just go with another guard. Fair enough. All right. Fair next enough. up on the clock is the Mavericks who have, oh, I hear they just reminded me the Mavericks traded away their pick for Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. So the Houston Rockets are on the clock. And with the 26th pick in the lowdown mock draft, Drew, the Houston Rockets select Christian Braun from the University of Kansas. Okay. Tell me about this one, BJ. Well, I think you've got to look at, um, you know, what the Rockets are going to need. You've got point guard with John Wall coming back. He's already, you know, opted into his contract for next year. So you look at what else they could they could fill. And I think, Drew – you take a look at the shooting guard position. You want a guy that's out on the wing, uh, you know, another guy like what you had with Harden. Uh, he's an excellent three-point shooter. Or, well, 38% is, is a, you know, pretty good, actually, for, for the, you know, the college game. He's really good passer, really good defensively and, and rebounding. Uh, and I think that, you know, you take into account just the kind of, play he had in the tournament we saw a lot of him on that kansas team that went all the way to the title i think it would be a pretty good pick for the rockets here maybe a little bit of a reach i've seen some mocks have him at the end of the first you know early second round but i think that unless they want to you know take a look at uh, some of the some some foreign teams if they want to stay you know in the states i think christian bronzer guy they may look into going over and, you know, taking a foreign player, though. I've seen kind of mocks be sporadic with what they do here with this pick. They just need talent. Drew. Fair enough. All right. 
The 27th pick in the low-down mock draft. Ooh. Miami Heat are going to select Jaden Hardy from G League Ignite. Ooh, BJ. Why? I went I different what... here. Sorry. Okay. Um, Go ahead. I went Jalen Williams here from Arkansas. Okay. Add some depth with the loss of P.J. Tucker. Mm -hmm. And that was it. I think when you look at what Miami has done, especially drafting the first round, um, you know, he had a lot of talent when coming into this year. He still has a lot of upside. He's only 19. He hasn't even turned 20 yet, Drew. He's a and, it, you know, they – They've got a lot of talented players, a lot of talented shooters in Miami. And if, you know, he's coming off the bench, similar to how, you know, Tyler Hero was, this is, a you know, another guy that they could add in to help add some depth to their bench. And, you know, this could be a pick, Drew, mm. that ends up getting Miami back to the finals. Mm. It could be if, if they go with Hardy here. You know what, BJ? I'm going to surprise you. Okay. All Next right. In. Next up, the 20 – is this the 28th pick? Yeah, this is the yeah. 28th pick in the low-down mock draft. And the world champion, San Francisco Golden State Warriors. Oh, boy. Select – Jake LaRavia from Wake Forest. BJ, they're taking Jaden Hardy here. Okay. Champs are going to get Jaden Hardy, and they're going to swing this as a nice little backup guard pick for some mm -hmm. depth in Golden State. And like Coach Kerr said, I think we're going to be even better next year. And once they add Jaden Hardy, that's the first step into doing so. All right, I like that pick, Drew. I don't think he'll be available, but if Sorry. you look at uh, if you look at Golden State, you know, want to make sure they're they're going to try to bring everybody back. Obviously, you know, as you would expect from from the championship team. If they're not, I think I'd start looking at who's most likely to you know leave first, and I think you want to try to get some depth at the power forward position, especially you know you're. I believe I believe Andre Iguodala, he's not announced anything yet, but I don't expect him to return. I think, you know, Draymond will probably be the the least likely. I think he'll come back, but I think he'd be the, the least likely to stick around long term. And when I look at what I saw from Wake Forest this year, Drew, it's really just a shame that they, you know, missed their chance. They were, you know, too big of a bubble that got popped. Um and so I, I, I like what he does. I like what he does on this Warriors team. Another 38% uh, deep ball shooter last year, a really good free throw shooter too. Um, I think he's just got a really good ability on both sides of the ball. And when you throw in that he's only 20, I, if he's available, I think he's the best pick for the Warriors in this spot. You're muted. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Next up on the clock is the Memphis Grizzlies. And I 
I didn't hear the music. Are they ready? Is there a pick in? Oh, sorry. Did it already? I'm sorry. Oh, there it is. Okay. So their pick is in. And at 29, Drew, in the lowdown mock draft, the Memphis Grizzlies are going to take Nikola Jovic, as you said. Mm. Mm. I just I have him going here as opposed to uh, a few picks earlier, as you mentioned, just for the reasons that you, you mentioned him. I think that with – the Grizzlies here getting some more talent, uh, you know, on, on both sides of the ball and, and adding him in. I, if he falls this far, Drew, and, and a lot of people have talked about him going as high up as, you know, like 24, 23 even maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. If he falls this far, I think that the Grizzlies would be stoked. And, and to add his talent that, you know, that point in the draft, if, if he's not available, I think they should probably go ahead and trade the pick. What do you think? Yeah, they might as well trade the pick. You know, I just – I didn't I, – I thought they were going to here, so I just kind of put uh, – I went with Josh Mignot. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Powerful okay. from Memphis just to stay in Memphis. Uh, you know, in the right system, he could be all right, but he's, he's still got to develop. But I don't think they'll keep this pick. Yeah, I, I could see them easily trading this pick. Yeah. All right, which that takes us to the end of the first round, and the music signals that the Denver Nuggets pick has come in. And with pick 30 in the lowdown mock draft, the Denver Nuggets are going to take, as you mentioned just a second ago, Drew, Marjan Bochamp from G League Ignite. No, BJ. No. All right. Who do they take then? They're going to get a backup for Jokic. But it's not the same type of player. And it's a big man from Auburn, Walker Kessler. All right. I like the pick. And they get some (laughs) interior defense and a big man that can develop into something better. Okay. All right. Pretty solid pick there, Drew. They'll still lose to the Mavs in the playoffs. Pretty solid picks all around, and that concludes the first round of the Low Down Mock Draft. Yes, indeedy. All right. Well, let's go ahead and shift some gears a bit here, BJ, because some news dropped earlier today during NBA Today, and it had to do with some WNBA All-Star starters. Yeah. So, BJ, as you know, my votes were due on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You want to give us due. your ballot first before we talk oh. about the starters? Oh, man. Okay. So, all right, fine. I'll give you <laughs> I'll give you my ballot. Okay. I'll start with the good part. <laughs> all right. All right. I went front court. Brianna Stewart. Aja Wilson. Candace Parker, mm-hmm. John Quell Jones, mm-hmm. Alyssa Thomas. Let's see who else. How many is that? Five? Yeah, that's five. Who else was it? Um, my goodness, am I missing? Hold on. My, maybe I need to open it. <laughs> <laughs> that might uh, be helpful. <laughs> hold on. Let me look at this image right here. Who am I missing? Uh, oh, Neka Gumake. Okay. Big Neka as well. Okay, so those mm-hmm. are my those are my front court. 
All right. I'll start with the good and then I'll we'll get into where it goes off the cliff. Uh, <laughs> Kelsey Plum, the guards. This is where it goes off the rails. Uh, Alicia Gray. She was not very high in the voting from the fans. Shame on shame on you out there not voting re- Alicia Greatness Gray mm. to the All-Star team. But it's okay. I understand. Uh, Arike Gumbawale. Mm-hmm. Arike was fourth in media voting for guards. Yeah. Fourth in WNBA, WNBA players' votes for guards. But she was 11th in the fan vote. The fans are the reason that Arike is not an all-star starter this year. The whole reason. Because everybody else, media and players, believe that she yeah. should be a starter. Yeah. So that, that's a tough one right there. And then I was I was battling this last one for a while. And, mm-hmm. you know, most of us all ended up being wrong at the end of the day. Yeah, I went with Ryan Howard. I like it. Which is a I'm bold not, all-star yeah. starter thing there. I like but, the boldness I mean, there. She like she has she's got Atlanta in the playoffs when we didn't expect them to be in the playoffs. You know, she's hooping. She's she's averaging like 15, 16 points a game. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the leaders in three point makes and I think percentage as well. So I mean she's hooping. And yeah. almost almost I struggled at this position. I had Kelsey Mitchell here for a little bit. And I had Jackie Young here for a little bit. Where only the only reason I struggled with Jackie Young was because of the games that she has missed. Just a couple, yeah, kind of short. But I still should have went Jackie anyway. But I fumbled with it so many times I forgot to go back to Jackie after I had put the other two down because I was talking with somebody else about it and I just ended up going Brian Howard. Um, but yeah, I like those, it. I like those are my, But man. BJ, the way it ended up is not what I expected, really. They kind of no. did what they did when Dirk and Wade retired, but these yeah. aren't these aren't really honorary because they just they take up an actual spot in the yeah. team. They didn't uh, expand the team either to make room for them. Right. So all right, so I hit on Asia. It's mm-hmm. her fourth all-star yeah. appearance. Uh I, this I, yeah. Uh John Quill's fourth fourth all-star appearance got that one kelsey plum her first uh stewie's fourth neca's seventh candace is seventh and this is these are the ones that i didn't get on jackie her first uh sabrina Mm -hmm. i thought about sabrina too because her numbers had gotten better since she moved to shooting guard yeah but guard was really hard guard was hard. front court was a lot easier than guard was but guard was really hard this year um and then they went Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles for those last yeah. spots. 13th for Sue Bird and 8th for Sylvia Fowles. Did you happen to get to open up the release on what the voting looked like and how it panned out? Uh, I think I've got it here. So, yeah, let's see. Um, after you want the uh, fan vote or the media vote or the player, uh, vote? you can just kind of you can. We have we've got them all, so I mean, we okay. can kind of go over them. Yeah, um, so, go ahead, Kelsey Plum, number one in fan vote, media vote, and player vote. So right, she got so. so she was solid, unanimous, unanimous number one guard, huh. Jackie Young. Here, was second. Here. actually. Go. Let's go. Let's do some. Let's do some notable ones in here. Just ones that like kind of jump off the page this year. All right. Um. Well, not jump off the page, but kind of raise your eyebrows here. 
Okay. So let's jump to Sabrina. Sabrina, yeah. fourth in the media vote. Mm-hmm. Fifth in the player vote. Yeah. Sixth in the fan vote. So like kind of with her, kind of not, but they're down yeah. with it. I think it was just because the slow start and it may have scared some some away, but I think the way she's turned it around and the way that the Liberty have turned it around as of late, yeah. I think she's deserving. And I and don't know if you, I'm sure you saw Connecticut. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you saw it. Uh, you know, before the uh, or during the game, they showed before during the shoot around the news that had come out about her being a starter and she got to celebrate with her teammates. I thought that was a really good video. Okay, and Sue Bird here. She was third mm-hmm. in the fan vote, of course. Still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ninth in the media vote, which is seventh we don't in... think she's an all-star this year. Uh, and yeah. seventh in the player vote. So the seventh tells me that some players did the nostalgia, oh, give it to her because it's her last year. And then yeah. the others were like, she's not an all-star right now. Yeah. It should be somebody else. Yeah. And here's here's another one that's some weird levels on this one. This is, I get it though, because I didn't, I didn't vote her either. I considered her as well though. There's, like I said, a lot of stuff for guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, fan rank, and this is Jewel Lloyd. Yep. Fan rank for Jewel, she's fifth. Fifth. Media rank for Jewel, she's tenth. Mm-hmm. Last amongst these guards in the, yeah. in the media vote. Uh, third amongst the player vote. Really brought her back up. So that discrepancy between media and player for Jewel is, yeah, that's incredible. Incredible. Here's another one that's incredible, but it's the flip flop, and it's kind of crazy. Skylar Diggins Smith, mm-hmm. fourth in the fan vote. Yeah. Third in the media vote for guards. Good. Really good. Yeah. Player vote, fourteenth. Yikes. I get wonder if it's just because of, uh, you know, Phoenix is not been as good as they had been in, in years past maybe yeah. i don't know and here's another one that's stark arike agumuwale yeah as you mentioned the fan vote 11th media vote fourth player vote four that's yeah. tough right there man if she would have and i think this is really what got her with the fans it was the kick in the podium yeah it was the kicking Probably. Probably. Here, here's your here's your vote, Ryan Howard though, Drew. Sixth in the media, but ninth in the players, ninth in the fans. Yeah, the fans were probably just like, we're not gonna give it to a rookie. Yeah. And we want to give it to these other guards and stuff, which I get the other guard stuff. I still think Ryan Ryan might have a chance to make it in. She's got, like we said, sixth in the media vote. Uh, you know, kind of considered with the players, not too much, but you know, still still good to be, you know, where she is amongst these votes. And then Kelsey Mitchell, 13th from the fan vote because the Indiana fever stinks. So they're like, no. yeah, yeah. But then the media is like sixth and then players sixth. Yeah. All right. So front court, okay. here's the here's here's what's funny. And I, I kind of think this shows where we think the MVP is at mm-hmm. right now. And this is how it would shake out because the fan vote is is stronger. Yeah. Asia Wilson. Number one in the fan vote. Number two in the media. Number one in the player. Yeah. And then Stewie, the flip-flop on it all. Number two in the fan vote. Number one in the media vote. And number two in the player vote. It's it's that close between so the them. So the MVP far, though, right now would be Asia. 
Yeah. And I can't say that I'm, I would disagree, Drew. And imagine if the only way to make it co is if Asia became two in either the media or player vote and Stewie became one in whichever, whichever flip. So whichever between them flip, if Asia became one in media vote and, uh, oh, wait, start. Sorry, hold on. Ah! No, I if think it Asia, was just if Asia became If Asia became two in the player vote and Stewie won in the player vote, then it would be a tie. Because the fan I vote thought it would 50, just flip. Because the fan vote right. is 50% and then the media and player 25-25. Yeah. So that, that could end up being a co right there. That would be yeah. wild. That would be but very interesting. It's still, yeah. still possible, though. Okay, yeah. so Stark one here in the front court. Down, down, down. John Quell Jones. Yeah. Eighth in the fan vote. Third in the media and player votes. And interesting. Here's, here's one of the other, one of the crazier ones here as we continue to go down here. Candace Parker. Third in the fan vote. Seventh in the media vote. Thirteenth in the player vote. It's very surprising. And number eight here in the players, uh, Elena Deladon, fourth in the fan vote, 12th in the media vote, 20th in the player vote. Wow. Just because she's played like every other game. So, I mean, this yeah. is, I mean, the fan vote's the only thing that's got out here right now. Not yeah. like EDD's not a great player, but she's not playing every night. She's not available. No. Yeah. Tina Charles, ninth in the fan vote, eleventh in the media vote, eleventh in the player vote. Yeah. And then Mamisaman, eleventh in the fan vote, nine media vote, nine player vote. <sighs> you don't see gold medal leash on here. It's not in the top ten for guards up there. I don't know where she ranks in in the rest of it. I'm interested to see where she's ranking in everything, but they only gave us the top tens. Yeah. So, but. I'm, I'm sure um, she's higher in the the media and the player vote, but because Elena Deladon has a more, I would say, you know, recognizable name for the fans that would be voting, that's probably why she got number four. Yeah, and I, if, you know, Wings fans, they're not getting those votes out there for Enrique. They, they ain't got enough out there for Leash. For Leash, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Wings helped Leash out. I mean, she's... This this is probably the best chance to get her in, but it's still gonna be tough. Yeah, um, we'll see how it goes. Do you have any any thoughts on this? Do you, what do you think about Sue Bird and Sill being brought in through uh, these All Star starter votes, or do you think they should have just been regular All Stars and maybe not starters necessarily? Uh yeah, I mean, I'm, at all. I'm all for the, the you know nostalgic and adding an extra. Sp- spot or two for them in their last season i don't know if i'd necessarily make them starters or you know even really just you know have them as part of the the regular team but add another spot for you know i I think sue bird has definitely earned at least a spot on the team maybe not as much fouls but i'm I'm more than willing to recognize her for for her accomplishments in her career and and have her there at the all-star game but I don't know if I'd say they should both be starting. I think of the two, Sue Bird is is probably the better choice to have as a starter. But I think they should add them and as honorary and have you know two more spots for for some more all stars. That's that's mm-hmm. my thought. What? 
hold up, hold up. You said so you saying Super was more deserving of the all star nod than Sylvia Fowles this year. So far, I think so. Go look at the numbers, BJ. <laughs> Sylvia was the only one in the league averaging a double-double right now, 16 and 10. And the only thing that, quote-unquote, would even shorten – the only reason she was left off my ballot is because she's been hurt a little bit too long. Just you play yeah. one or two more games, and I probably would have voted her. I think but. that was part, part of it is I know she has missed some time. I know it's only been a little bit, but, I mean, that does – you know, she's not, but and, Sue is not playing. She's not doing. Uh, 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 I'm a box, box you right now. Sue, Sue Bird averages this season eight points, six assists, 30, 40, 30, 36, 40. Darn it. Yeah. Don't, I just, I'm not trying to bash Sue. I'm not, no. I'm not. I mean, but she's, be, she's be third nicer in the to game. Be nicer to Sylvia. I, I'm not trying to be mean to Sylvia. I I said, you know, I wanted her to, you know, go out with a defensive player of the year. I just think right now, you know, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I just think of the two choices, I a little bit leaning more towards Super being a little bit more deserving. Doesn't mean it's a mean thing. Fine, fine. I can be critical without being mean. It's okay. Well, all right. Let me uh, – I forgot to, to ask you those two questions about the draft, so I'm not going to ask them. I'm just going to ask you these within our quick questions. Are you ready? Yeah, let's get to it, my friend. Let's do it. All right, with it or quit it. Here we go. Number one, with it or quit it, Pizza Hut is better all around than Domino's. With it or quit it. See, I, you saying all around makes me think because taste wise, maybe, although I have come to find myself liking Domino's a little bit better. I think I like some of the deals that Domino's has more so, but I quit it, quit it. Oh, wow. Quit it. Not to badmouth Pizza Hut or Domino's, but I I don't know. You just disrespected the pizza that's in my fridge. Well, the NFL Rawr. disrespected Pizza Hut too by out pizzing the hut with with well, the little Caesar stairs. So. Pizza Hut doesn't have as cool of a deal as that they used to have. So that's, that's yeah, that's, that's very true. When I was in college, boy, they had three toppings for seven ninety nine. Yeah, I mean the the pick any two for five ninety nine each. I've used that coupon probably three times in the past two months for yeah. for pizza at Domino. So might need to change. You might have. You might have to. We ain't got a Domino's in this town. All right. (laughs) Number two. Jaden Ivey will have the best career of the lottery picks. With it or quit it? Oh. Well, you know how I said that I thought Keegan Murray was probably the most pro-ready. So... You're telling me I have to take either Ivy or the field, essentially. I'm just going to say the field. I, I like Murray. I like you always the, play it safe like that. I, I, I always play it safe, though. It. You should know me it. by now. I, I do. I want you to grow a pair and do something different for a second. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. I, I, it ain't nothing about growing a pair, but do something different. <laughs> 
All right, fine. Well, you quit it. I just, I, I, like I said, but I, I picked Keegan Murray for, I picked Keegan Murray ahead. I think he's the best out of the non-top three picks. Well, I'm ready. Pick. I'm ready to get controversial with you here. Number three, Christian Wood okay. will be an all-star alongside Luca. With it or quit it. Ooh, I like this one. <laughs> I haven't given it much thought because I, I mean it's 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 going to be interesting to see kind of what role he plays. Um, I think it's tough just because of the way that the how many great players are in the league. I'm trying to see if I can find a spot for him next year. I think he's going to have to ball out, and I'm not yeah. as sure that that's going to happen. Be I mean, I, I think he'll have a. I think he'll have a good season, at least a good enough season, you know, to start yeah. off the year. But I'm not sure if the, if he'll get the All Stars. So I'm gonna say quit it. But I hope I'm wrong. BJ with James Harden, he was 21 and 10. That's true. Mm-hmm. With Luca, 23 and more. 12. I like Which it. Can. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Number four, baby. Dogs. Are better than cats. Whether to quit it. I love both equally just because I'm a big animal person, but I will say with it. I, yeah. I'm not gonna, that's right. Not you gonna, don't just, that's right, Apples. My dog over here. That's right. She's I'm not I'm not gonna insult because I mean we went to a big cat school, but I just I think if I you know between the two right now, I think I'd be more willing to take care of a dog. Feel that. Feel that. Same. Me and my dog be holding Absolutely, it down. Yeah. Okay. So this one, I saw this on Twitter yesterday, and I was just blown away. All right. That this food take could just I Exist. didn't know I didn't know people hated this thing like this, like that. Hmm. And the way they were just dogging it, I was just surprised. Like, what is what is this insane behavior going on? Really? Number five. It is uncommon to hate pickles with it or quit it. Yeah, uncommon to hate pickles. I I know I'm weird enough that I'm particular about pickles, but I don't necessarily hate them. Uh, I know I know I a few probably have a prickle preference. Like I like kosher over dill or something. Yeah. I like, like I like that. I like I like dill and I like the slices as opposed to the spear. That's right. just me. I think so, it's I mean, just the, the texture and the flavor. But hating them all together, I, I think it is uncommon. I've got I a couple of family members that don't really care for the taste in general, but I think that's more because it, it would be like fast food pickles man. as opposed to like fresh or anything. Yeah, some of the fast food pickles are lazy, and sometimes they're just, mm-hmm. I don't know, they're bad pickles. But yeah, this, I just saw it, and I just – People were like, I that, hate pickles. Like, just yeah, the taste, the smell, the thought. And I was just like, what in God's name is going on here? Speaking of trying fast food vegetables, did you give a tomato a try yet? You told, uh, oh, you told Reggie is, a couple weeks ago is, you were going to. Man, you are right on time with this question, <laughs> dude. I had it for lunch today. I am, thoughts? So I got a spicy chicken asiago. Uh, combo 
Yes, Wendy's. We it was it had ranch, lettuce, tomato, and applewood smoked bacon with some cheese. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't not like it, but I'm not. I don't prioritize. I'm not gonna go willingly order it all the time. So like, mm. if I end up with it, whatever, I'll eat it. You okay. know, but I'm not gonna be like all the time going like I'm not changing my order to always have a tomato tomato and lettuce on it now because I had that like I will eat it I won't say I don't like it but when I'm still gonna go order my stuff like how I used to you know like I get a burger it's still mustard ketchup pickles you know but if they got an extra if somebody is like we're out I'm still hungry there's an extra burger it's got bacon it's a BLT I'm gonna eat it I'm gonna eat it all right okay so that is that is I like, the burger. I like to hear it. So I was going to tell Reggie today, but there was a Rangers game going, and I wanted to tell him during uh, during his broadcast on, on the mm-hmm. fan. So I'm going to wait until then. Like, yo, bro, yesterday I had a BLT. <laughs> or it was actually a BLT chicken. But it was yeah. it wasn't it was it was good though. But Wendy's is good in general. So yeah, I was going to say the best place to try it at. I was gonna say the next time that you don't get your new normal burger at Wendy's, try one of their um, junior bacon cheeseburgers on the four for four and just leave leave it oh, on. I've already leave, done it. What, leave what it comes on with the lettuce and tomato. I like it. I think you'll like it too. Yeah, not bad. Well, BJ, that's with it or quit it. That's with it or quit it. That means that's the end of this episode, Drew. That's the end of the show. It just uh, flew by, man. First lowdown mock draft. Talking about some WNBA All Star starters. Still got some. Other all-stars to vote on and get the rest of those in. And uh, we'll see how things go. We'll see how things go. And, oh, and by the way, co-captains, you know, Sue, Sil, Asia, and Stewie, all captains for the draft. I think the combo is Stewie it's, and Sue and no, Asia it's, and it's, Sil. It's, no, it's Asia and um, I think it's, it's Sue – and um, Asia and Sylvia with um, Stewie. I'm pretty sure they they took the the storm players the and, and storm put teammates. Them on, okay. Yeah, so teams. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. That that works. Well, guys, make sure you're going out there following us on both Twitter and Instagram, our social media platforms. That's the lowdown, the underscore lowdown, T H A underscore lowdown on both Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you guys are dropping those follows on both Twitch and YouTube. Got some content coming your way soon. This this episode recorded on a Wednesday, but dropping just the morning of draft day. So make sure you guys check that out. Coming out first thing in the morning. Uh that's going to be all, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week for another episode. You may see a guest. You may not. And don't forget that in season three, BJ's got his new segment coming, and we've got some things yes, coming. Right. And uh, we might reveal the name of it before the end of the season. Who knows? We might. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't decided oh. yet. I'm going to have to hang around to find out. It may come on one of them bonus episodes, so only the – the true homies will get the advantage there. But in the meantime, stay solid, guys. Follow us on those platforms. We will see you guys.